Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. My friends, in this episode, what I want to discuss with you is the power of associations. So sit back and let's go have this conversation. You know, one of the elements, if you watch uh, one of my earlier episodes this year in 2020, I talked about there are five elements, right, to a proper goal, right, which is what the goal is, right, so articulated with specifics, right? Why it's a must for you. So why the goal, right? Why is it meaningful? Why is it important? Why is it must happen, right? Uh, then the third element, right, which is how we're going to get it done, or I call it the recipe, right? So, you know, sub goals, tasking, projects, execution, activities, so on and so forth, right? Then we talked about who you need to become, which will be a whole nother subject of one of these episodes. But the fifth one, number five, is who you associate with. So who you hang with, where do you spend your time. Now, in our industry, right, there usually is no shortage of places to hang, right? We have some of you have broker-dealer conferences, you have custodial conferences, training conference, some of you belong to other coaching programs and things like that. So, you know, you kind of get out in, uh, you know, it, it, again, in more of a conference environment, right? And you meet some people, and let's face it, you know, I've been around this game for 26 years almost, and there's some nice people, and there's some real egotistical a-holes, right, and kind of everything else in between. So who you spend time with has to become something that you're conscious of. And it's interesting because you can work at a large firm in a large branch and, you know, and still feel all alone. And I go one step further and say, hey, your colleagues are really your competitors, you know, and that's something you always got to be aware of. Finding like-minded people is not easy, especially in our business, especially in our game. Because, again, you know, we tend to, um, uh, you know, deify, if you will, the top, top producers who may not be the nicest people, right? So what you want to do, and I've seen this firsthand, and so both personally for myself uh, as I get involved in being a member of masterminds, right? Non-industry, it's just coaches and business owners and, and people like myself. Uh, I also host a, uh, a group, uh, we call it M3 for Magellan. And uh, we've had that group now for eight plus years. Um, and it's interesting to watch the relationships, the dynamics. So here's, what I, here's the point I want to make uh, in this episode. It absolutely helps your cause. To find a group, and pick, you know, if you want to create your own, that's totally cool too. Not a problem, right? You, every advisor needs to be involved in some level of masterminding. Now, there's two paths to this. Path number one is you can go wherever you are locally and say, you know what, I'm going to find five or six uh, like-minded people. They don't have to be advisors. They can, you know, CPA, attorney, a business owner, consultant, whoever. But the psychology is there, right? You, you're, you're looking to be more successful. Um, you are committed. 
you are willing to take criticism and give criticism, hold accountability. Like there's really, there's dynamics involved with groups like this that it's not just a training group. So let me explain the differential, what we're, what we're talking about here. A, a group coaching game is basically you have a coach, they disseminate information, they hold members, they hold members of that group accountable, and away we go. And, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. And if you find the right coach uh, that resonates with you, that's good. Value created, stuff like that. In fact, the argument is the right coach is the best business investment you'll make. The worst coach, the wrong coach, is the worst business investment you'll make, right? So you got to really kind of pick and choose uh, who you're going to want to work with. But then, the, but then the mastermind part is different. This is where you have peer-to-peer accountability, peer-to-peer coaching, peer-to-peer conversations, right? We're a facilitator, like an M3, I is primarily a facilitator. Um, so we make things happen along the way, and it works out really, really well. So much so that we're building a second group because of demand, uh, calling it M4. So let me give you the elements of what an advisor would be looking for. Um, first off, I think any mastermind has three distinct elements to them. Element number one is there's going to be a couple of multi-day live retreats. Uh, I know you can do this stuff virtually, but here's the problem. There's something about being in the room together as a unit. There's something about breaking bread together as a unit. There's something about having an adult beverage together as a unit. And, and you just can't replicate that, you know, virtually. You just can't do that. So like in our game, you know, what we do is twice a year, we meet, uh, you know, travel around the country locations. Sometimes we go to, you know, international. And, you know, we do two core days. But then people come in early, they stay late. So there's always a relational aspect of it. And inside that room, it's pretty much driven by the attendees, right? So whatever your questions are, whatever the topics are, like every member gets floor time. All right, so those are live events, and you need that. That's proper. And even if you're going to create a local local event, uh, let's say, hey, we're going to. I've got five or six people. We're going to meet once a month together. I would say at least once a year, create a retreat environment. Say, hey, look, you know what? Let's pick a weekend or three or four days. Let's go somewhere. Let's just change it up a little bit. Let's go deep. I think every group needs to do, do that at least once a year, some sort of retreat. Like I said, we do it twice a year. The other element is, yes, now virtualization. So whether you Zoom or go to meeting or FaceTime, whatever tool you want to use, right? I do think the members need to get together on a regular basis. So like in our game, we meet twice a year physically. Uh, we're going to meet at least another two, if not three times a year virtually just to kind of keep things moving forward. I think that's incredibly important for continuity, consistency, and let's face it, not all members can make all meetings, right? So you wanna make sure that you have that built out the way you want. Then the third element is some sort of format. So whether you do a Facebook group or a private LinkedIn group, you know, those are two free ways to go play, right? And I'd recommend either one of those could work for you. Uh, the, you know, the, we use workplace uh, inside of our game just because I like to have more controls and no ads and, and, and not dependent on anybody. And the reason why we have that, that, that message board, that online version of it, is because it allows us daily to interact with each other on our phones. And that's where you create some really deep dive relationships. Okay? So that's what you want to look for in a group. Right? If you want to build your own, uh, again, 
You want like-minded individuals who are willing to get uncomfortable and play. I think that's critically important. When I look at my own personal experiences with groups, um, you start building these relationships and you want to be in the group where you're not the top. So here's the other thing. You never want to be the old saying, you never want to be the smartest person in the room because if you're in that, if that's the case, you're in the wrong room. You don't want to be the, you know, the most successful person in a group. In fact, I, I specifically seek out groups that I'm going to be probably in the lower third of the food chain, however you want to measure, because that's where I get growth personally. That's where I go. And this is not about my ego. This is where I go ahead and elevate and I talk to, to men and women uh, who have business, again, not in my space, but have overcome. You hear their stories, you associate with them, and it does change you for the better because you realize that if somebody average, and I use that term for a second, uh, elevated to something great, then why can't you? So that's part of it. You do get a lot of social proof inside the right group. So you want to go ahead and kind of pick something that makes sense. Now, in the, in the advisor world, in our game, you want to find a group that, you know, philosophically you're aligned with. Like for us inside of Magellan, you know, it's not for everyone. You know, we, you know, we're very, how we say, we're very top down. Uh, we're very precise. We're very uh, real, raw. Uh, we don't put on airs. Uh, that's why I don't come here in a suit and talk all fancy. Uh, I'm really here to produce results for my clients. I have done so for 26 years, right? And I'm 100% confident in what I do. I don't need a suit for that. I don't need to put the window dressing on. And if that's what impresses you or you need that, then we're probably not the right people to talk to. But you've got to seek it out. Other coaches do masterminds. I would definitely recommend uh, you take a look around. And again, if you can't find something that you like, create one yourself. Number one, and we never want to create a group that is, you know, it's not a leads group. It's not a networking group, right? It's just not. Uh, you can Google uh, how to create a mastermind group, and there's some great information there. Uh, you know, it, go, it goes all the way back, you know, decades. There's no magic here. There's no magic in creating it or the syntax of them. The magic is finding the right people. That's what's important. Any group that you decide, so let's say you're going to go to somebody else's group. You know, you're going to find a third party, an entity, something like that. If they don't interview you extensively before they give you the yes, then how do you know if they're, they're creating like minds? Right? Or they just GTM, get the money. So you want to make sure you have an interview process. And if you're going to create your own, here's the way we did it. And I did this back in New Jersey. Uh, I was fortunate. So I'll tell you a little backstory. So early in my career, oh my gosh, just probably 1994, 19, uh, probably 1995, 1996. Um, I was at a, one of the very first, very first International Coach Federation New Jersey chapter meetings. And a gentleman, uh, older gentleman at the time, I was probably, let's see, 94, I was probably in my early 30s. Um, he was probably in his early 60s, so 30 years my senior. Uh, we just had a conversation. And uh, and he comes up to me. I see him a couple of days later at something else. We just kind of weird how we both were in the same room again, second time in the same week. 
and uh, and he invited me. He said, "Look, you know, I have this this mastermind group uh, that I put together, um, and one of our members had to move away, and we have an opening, and I'd like to nominate you. I'd like you to come as my guest, check it out." So I'm like, "Okay, you know, interesting, right? I'm always up for new things." So. Uh, I remember it was at the uh, New Jersey, I think it was in Baskin Ridge at the AT&T School of Business. This is how I remember this, right? And uh, and I go and, it's, and it was always like the third Wednesday. It was always like at, I think, 6 o'clock or 6.30. And it was always Dutch, no big deal. Um, and and it's a small group, so like there's five of us. So it's like, you know, it's me and four other, other men. And I'm looking around the table and there's Bill and he's, you know, 30, 35 years old, a senior, very high level at Citigroup. Um, other members who are just really rock star, uh, Dave, uh, was an NLP sports psychologist, uh, worked for professional sports teams at a high level before this was like a thing, right? And loved him, a bit crazy, but most guys like that are, uh, and, um, there was an architect and another coach. And I just remember just, you know, I was there for about, uh, about two years before I moved down to Florida. And, and I just remember the wisdom that I got. Here I am, 30 years, 33 maybe, and everybody's at least a, you know, a generation older, 50s, 60s, and they're imparting all this wisdom, right? You, you know, maybe they're in the small group, maybe there's 150 years of business wisdom in there. And I always say that was my MBA. You know, I really didn't go to college, but if I had to, if I'd say hey, what had a big impact in my life, it was it was really those four gentlemen uh, who really took me under the wing, and I learned a ver- I learned a lot. You want to be in the right group. That you know, when I put my like when I put my groups together of advisors, I look to put between four hundred and five hundred years of experience in a group, because I know if I have that kind of horsepower in the room. There's never a situation nobody's ever dealt with before. There's always an answer to the question. There's always a resource that can be provided. And what happens is you you cut the learning time off of what you want to do. You get distinctions and encouragement and accountability where you can go ahead and soar. That's what the right group can do for you. You know, people ask me, uh, hey, what do you miss most about New Jersey, right? And besides the food, which is always kind of number one, I miss my group. You know, I've never, and I've tried here in Florida, I've tried to replicate that. And uh, I haven't been able to, I guess, because now I'm in my mid-50s. And uh, maybe now I'm the, now maybe I'm the, the, the person who's got the 25 years experience going. Maybe I'm the gray-haired person now and need to go find some young people and mentor. I don't know. Uh, but that's one thing I do miss about, about that. I had to leave that group. And that was very bitter, bittersweet for me. Uh, every once in a while, I think about it, and uh, you know, it kind of, you know, it's not a good thing because it makes me feel like I, I miss, you know, I, I miss something. You know, I even thought about flying up there once a month for the meetings. It was just not feasible to do at that time. I would do it in a heartbeat today, though, if I could, um, going forward. So, what I want you to think about uh, again as part of this episode is, again, you think about our game, right? Like I said, you know, what the goal is, why, how, who, and whom, whom you're going to associate with. I really want you to think about the whom part because for a lot of times, you know, you need to change who you're hanging with. You know, what I did uh, this past year uh, is I really took a long, hard look at my associations. 
And there were a lot of them that were just acquaintances, right? You know, clinical guys you play golf with, you hang with your buddies, stuff like that. They're not bringing anything to your game. They're not bringing anything. They're nice people. And I'm not saying that, you know, there's, you know, nobody's, nobody's bad. But you're, you know, if you're like the, if you're the best of the bunch, you're in the wrong bunch. So you got to find a room or a group where you're not. And then that becomes uncomfortable. That means you put your ego in the pocket and you go play. And I'll tell you, absolutely, you find the right group, the right group. It can make all the difference in the world. You will create lifetime relationships that even if you leave the group, you'll still have those connections. You'll still have powerful relationships and resources you could draw upon. And in an industry where there seems to be resources everywhere, but they're shallow, to have the depth of relational scenarios and the depth of resources can make all the difference for you in your game and what you want to do. So, Here's a challenge that I have, and then we're going to get you out of here because I know we want to kind of keep these things for about under 20 minutes. Everybody's busy. So number one, find a group. I'm not advocating it's mine. Find a group. Number two, if you can't find a group, create one. And if you need help, let me know. Like I said, you can Google how to create a mastermind. It's not rocket science. You just got to put the right people together. It's really more about that than anything else. Okay? Two things. If you were to take my advice and follow through and make this happen for yourself, it will give you a radically better chance and opportunity of achieving your top line goals, not just this year, but for the rest of your career. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching this episode of the Magellan Network Show with me, with me Coach Joe. And I wish you nothing but health, happiness, success. And don't forget, the more comfortable you can make yourself inside the game, the bigger your bank account. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business. Please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14 day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.